Are you a kiddo who dreams? Kinky dreams? Dreams of wearing pants like the ones you grew up with? Well, golly gee, dream no more. Kinky Dreams specializes in printing cute vintage designs of diaper prints, superheroes, and cartoon characters on adult diapers. These handcrafted pants will leave you feeling your full baby fantasy. If you want to get your grabby hands on one of these one-of-a-kind diapers, make sure to use promo code PLAYTIME for 10% off all Kinky Dreams products. Kinky Dreams, making your little dreams come true. Hello, 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 and welcome to Newsy's Nook, a podcast where you can sit and relax while I try not to wet my pamps. How's everybody doing? How's all my locked boys? Are you straining? Do you want sweet, sweet release? Because, same. I am so pent up, but I'm also loving it. Um, and I think I'm really doing well so far. I've been doing my daily check-ins on Twitter And I think they're really helping me because they encourage me every day to be like, all right, I need to take another picture. And I do them at the end of the day because that's usually when I'm like the most horny. So like taking the picture reinforces the horniness, but also reinforces that I need to like stay on this. Um, I just got back from San Francisco. I had so much fun. I went to go visit old coworkers, old kink friends that I had met in San Francisco uh, when I lived there for two years, and it was just really nice. We did diapers in the park in Dolores Park. Uh, We went bar hopping in the Castro on Sunday when we went to the Castro Street Fair. I got to meet new diaper boys, Um, and then I went to Mr. S because I thought, you know, I've been a good diaper boy so far, and I've been a good locked boy too, and so I was like, I want to get one of those new Kink 3D cages, and so uh, his name was Plur. Plur was helping me Um, size me for my cage that I had just got and I was talking to him and I was like you know what are some of the mistakes that people make when you know they can't come to Mr. S and they can't you know get someone to help them size themselves and so I thought it'd be really cool if I could share that conversation with Plur with all of you guys so here's my conversation with Plur about what you need to know when you buy a cage or you know when you're sizing yourself and then you know after you after you get the cage what about the upkeep so here's my conversation with Plur. So on the website under the cages, it does have a measuring guide. Um, you use a string and a ruler, but unfortunately sizing is very difficult because you won't really know if it's the right size cage until you're asleep. Um, one of the things about uh, men is that they always get an erection while they're asleep. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's going to be the hardest that you get um, more than normally. So it will wake you up, and that's sort of when you can tell whether it crosses that fine line between uncomfortable and painful. So I always tell people to have a key by their bedside table because you are going to wake up, you are going to feel that, but you have to decide, is this going to be a cold shower and get over it? Or is this something that you have to take off right now? Now, Mr. S is really good about their return policy. Uh, they have 90 days, no questions asked. So you would pay to ship it to us. Um, we would give you a full refund. And then you would purchase the new cage like normal. From people that come into the store, where do you think they always fall into the same trap? Like, is it always they get the base wrong? Do they get the tube wrong? Um, In the store, uh, we have them all available to try on. And it is always sort of a guessing game. Um, With the ring, there is a way to tell. Just like with the metal cock rings, there's the two-finger rule. So when you have the ring on while completely soft, you should be able to fit two fingers between you and the ring. If you can fit three fingers, then the ring is too big. If you have to force those two fingers, then the ring is too small. Uh, As far as the cage goes, you want to make sure that you fill the cage. Um, You're not forced in there because uh, while soft, because when you get hard, there is still room to grow. Um, it's anchored by your balls, and so um, when you get erect, the cage actually pulls away from the body, and so people get concerned because 
the cage looks way smaller than they are when they're erect, but it will work as long as um, they uh, fill the cage when they're soft, but not force their way into it. Right. I never thought about that. Yeah, I guess the one time you true feel, really know that it's working is when you wake up and you're like, okay, this isn't crazy painful. It's just in the way or, you know, it's chastity, like it's doing its thing. Right. Because again, when you're asleep, that's when you're going to get the hardest. So you can be awake and playing with a magic wand and try and see what that's going to be like, but it's still going to be different when you're asleep. Right. And then what about putting it on? Like if, if no, if someone hasn't put on chastity before, good old lube does it, the condom trick does it, what do you recommend? So um, just like with the metal cock rings, there is a trick to putting on the ring. You want to go balls first. You want to first put the ring up against your testicles. Don't try and grab the testicle because the testicle itself is slippery. So you want to grab the skin and then gently pull it through the ring. Um, as you get more skin through the ring, the testicle will actually follow. And then after you get that, you keep pulling on the skin until the second testicle gets close. And then you can get that through as well. Um, after that, you can either point your dick down to try and push it through, which I find to be a little bit more difficult than just pushing on the head, inverting it, and then pulling it back out through the ring. Um, using lube can, for this part, is actually, um, I wouldn't recommend it because it makes it a lot harder to keep hold of the skin while pulling it through the ring. However, once you have the ring on, uh, spokes pointing out you want to uh, gently lube the inside of the cage and then sort of wiggle it on until the two pieces are touching mm -hmm. as soon as the two pieces are touching you can actually pull the ring away from the body to meet the cage rather than trying to push the cage into your body because again you do have all that room just like when you're erect to move the ring back and forth right and then what about cleaning? The big old question of cleaning. I've heard some people say every three days. I've heard some people say after each play. What What is what is like the recommended for cleaning? Well, first off, the kind of lubricant that you use really matters. Um, a water-based lubricant dries out and it tends to get sticky. So you have to apply it often, which means that you also need to clean it off more often. A silicone lube actually sticks to the skin and it um, prevents the skin from breathing. So soap and water doesn't usually get silicone completely off. I always recommend, even if you're um, using it for other play, to use a towel to absorb most of it before washing it off. That'll also prevent it from like creating slickness in your tub or whatever, as long as it's towel dried first. Um, so, I wouldn't recommend using silicone either uh, because that's a lot harder to clean off when you have the cage on. Uh, what uh, I found to work best is actually baby oil because it uh, is slick, it absorbs into the skin so it doesn't leave that same residue and it's a lot easier to clean later. Um, I would recommend to uh, shower and clean as best as possible, as often as possible. So part of your daily shower routine, um, part of, uh, after play, you know, it's fun to cuddle afterwards, but it's best to get up and clean as soon as possible as well. Um, and then what about people that are doing like Locktober, like, you know, and, and, and let's say they're not having like play every week. What about just regular wearing? When should they be cleaning? Well, again, you want to clean as often as possible. You know, um, sweat plus um, even the baby oil will leave a small residue. So anything like that will cause irritation over time. Um, when I say cleaning, I don't necessarily mean taking the cage off. I mean just putting some soap in, moving it around, and trying to clean as best you can. Is there ever a time where you have to take it off to clean it? Um, I mean, that really depends on the person. Um, it will, again, leave a little bit of residue that's hard to clean off, so there will be scent associated with that as well. Um, but 
my uh, pup used to wear his uh, and only get unlocked once a month. So he wore his for a year. But um, I always do recommend unlocking um, at least once a month just to clean properly. Um, but also uh, make sure that whoever's locked gets off at least once a month for prostate health. Um, there is things like ruined orgasms that they can take no pleasure from it, but still, you know, exercise those muscles. And then what about the thing that I've asked and no one knows about is that you can actually give your key to Mr. S. Yeah, totally. We have a key holding service. Um, not a lot of people have taken advantage of it. Uh, I've been here three years and I think maybe 10 people that I know of, um, but there's a lot of fun ways to lock up your key as well. Like, uh, I've seen the kitchen safes. A lot of people use those because um, it has a timer on it. But also, in case of an emergency, it's plastic. So you could smash it with a hammer and get access to the key. So um, things like that are fun. But also, you can um, get one of the lock boxes for, uh, like, realtors and then give the code to someone you trust and then, you know, call them in case of an emergency and then they have access to that as well. Um, I personally think that it's a good idea to always have access to a key in some form. Um, even though the, the fun of sending it away is fun, uh, that really depends on your uh, commitment to the cause, I guess. Right. And then just incorporating just you know, people who wear diapers. Is there anything they need to know when they mix the two? Diapers and chastity? Yeah, so um, first off, powder uh, sort of goes against the baby oil a little bit. So powdering around the cage rather than directly on it. Um, my pup uh, found that using um, some cream... Uh, I forget the exact brand, but um, uh, baby cream, uh -huh. instead of using powder, was a little bit more effective because, oh. again, it prevented the, that powder from like getting in and causing any sort of chafing right. around the cage. Um, diapers are great for chastity because they keep the chastity up close against the body and also make it a little bit more difficult to get erect as well. So that also keeps it from tugging as hard on the balls or prevents the, the possibility of slipping out. Um, even if you're not wearing diapers, I always suggest to get really tight underwear for that same reason. But diapers, you can make them as tight as you want, you know, wherever you want. So um, I always think that that's a better option, actually. But not too tight, right? Like, because you don't want it to be pushing down to the point where the cage is pushing down, right? Oh man, every cub is different. <laughs> I always laugh with other dads because it's like, it never matters how good you think you diapered the cub. They will always stand up and then readjust and undo all the tapes and be like, no, actually I like it like this. And it's, you can never do it just right. Oh, I'm so glad you said that because I do that all the time when I get changed and people are always like, that's so rude to the person that just changed you. And it's like, no, it's, I have a, I have a way I like it. Yeah, and I think it's funny because even the cubs that I pad regularly, even if I think I have, like, their style down, I'm always just like, oh, no, they were doing it. But I've learned that over the many years of diapering cubs that it's just something they all do. That's awesome. Uh, if people wanted to find you on the social medias, could they? Yeah, totally. Um, on Twitter, I'm After Dark Pup. On Telegram, I'm Plur Wolfie, P L U R W O L F Y. Um, on Instagram, I am Sticker Stealer because my other hobby is collecting and removing sticker graffiti because, you know, cubs and stickers. Oh, cool. And then uh, if they want to learn any more about chastity from Mr. S, they can find that on the website, right? Yeah, the website has a lot of information. Um, you know, we are all about. Um, community so no question is too absurd um, you can always call and um, we'll be happy to answer your question or even easier for us is to send an email to us uh, help at mr-s-leather.com 
and um, we have a team of people that just respond to emails all day. So that'll be the fastest way to get a full response. Well, thank you for talking to me, Flair. Yeah, of course. Um, only thing I wanted to add is mm-hmm. I want to make sure people know that Mr. S is a very diaper-friendly space. Um, we do encourage all types of nudity here. Uh, it makes it for a more fun environment when people are playing with the toys and trying out things. Mm-hmm. And we do have people, myself included, that just walk around in a diaper, and that's not a big deal. So I want people to feel free to be themselves here. Right, because not a lot of people do. I mean, honestly, where else can you shop naked? Or, you know, shop in a diaper without anyone being like, hey, put your pants back on. Right, exactly. I know, I, every time I've come in here padded underneath my pants, I've always felt encouraged to take off the pants, which is a nice feeling. Yeah, yeah, we want everyone to have fun. I mean, the thing about the store is... Everything here can be tried on. That includes the chastity, that includes the cock rings, all the puppy hoods. And as often as possible, I try and make sure people know that they can get naked, they can try on jocks in the middle of the store, they don't have to use the dressing rooms, and, you know, have fun. I love it. Thank you for talking to me. Yeah, of course. Uh, If you come to the store and see me, uh, ask for a sticker. So if you're like me and you're locked up, you are probably craving dick. (laughs) Not to be totally blunt. And you're probably feeling really submissive. Because I know I'm feeling very submissive. Um, And it doesn't help that I've put the little locked symbol on my grinder and scruff profiles. And so I'm getting all these like dom guys saying like, oh, you know, are you a locked little boy? Do you need someone... Do you need someone to, like, dom you and pin you down and all these other fun little fantasies? And I want to say yes to all of them, of course, but, you know, I can't because I'm working. (laughs) I also shouldn't be on those apps while I'm working, but that's a whole other story. Um, But I was talking to my friend, Griff, and I was asking him, you know, your pictures on Twitter, you make being submissive look so easy easy and then when you talk to him he has all these really cool stories about being submissive and being a puppy and I thought it would be fun to talk to him about you know what does it take to be submissive what does it take to when you meet someone to play the role of being submissive and what are the rules or if there aren't any any rules like how do you how do you discover your own way of being submissive so here's my conversation with Pup Griff about being submissive it's not always easy it's part of a like mindset that you have to have you you know have to like it's like learning about yourself like what works for you what makes you happy what doesn't work you know and so it's for me it's a little bit easier now to slip into that headspace um after doing it a couple times you know I know what to expect so I can help mentally prepare better now is there a favorite thing you love to do when you're in like pup space or in a subspace? Um, let's see. When I'm being puppy, I love walking out on all fours and, you know, having my collar on and playing with squeaky toys, playing fetch. Um, I like being bratty. So when sir is eaten, I like to sit and beg, you know, and, kind of get myself into trouble um i also find i love sleeping in the cage like a actually like a dog cage i i get in a dog cage and um i subconsciously do the circle thing before i lay down and it's it's truly amazing when i can just escape reality not be human for a couple hours and just be a puppy it's to me the best feeling in the world because i have like for those couple hours, I have no responsibilities. I don't have a care in the world, you know, because I'm just, I'm not human. I'm, you know, taking on a pup mindset and it's truly amazing. Right. Like a full body experience. It's like your body has taken over. 
Yes, it's uh, it's to me, it's euphoric. You know, it's heavenly just to be on all fours, you know, and have someone, you know, quote unquote, take charge of me and, you know, be, you know, an owner for a couple hours. It's amazing. It's like having a caregiver for a little. It's just that mindset is just amazing to me. And then because it's Locktober, I bet those feelings are like just at 100% right now. Oh, my God. Locktober and No Nut November is always like a challenge for me because chastity to me is like both a punishment and pleasure because part of me is giving up that control, that extra control of, you know, not being able to, you know, be able to pull off you know, I'm in the cage. So my horny levels have definitely gone up more. Uh, but I also hate it because when I want, you know, when I'm horny and I want to, you know, be able to pull off, I can't because, you know, being in chastity. So it's definitely like a mental game. You know, it's something you have to prepare for both physically and mentally, because some people are like, Oh yeah, I can do chastity. You know, it's no big deal. And then they put it on and then they freak out you know, like, Oh my God, I cannot do this. You know, get this off me. And like, we didn't realize how intense that can be. Right. But that's also half the fun. I mean, like how many times do we spend at night looking at Twitter actively getting actively straining, but like that's half the fun. All that. And you also have people who know you're in chastity and they like to tease you and send you pictures and videos. And you're like, Oh, quit teasing me. You're making it worse but you also secretly love it. Yes. Yeah. Cause like I said, it's that, you know, not being able to do what you want when you want, because you've given up that control. Right. So talk to me about like, you know, we're all getting, we're almost hitting our one week mark in October. Everyone's getting horny and they might want to meet up with someone. What are some, you know, if you want to be submissive to someone, is there things that people should know before they just hook up with a random person that says they're a dominant or, you know, a daddy, so to speak? Yeah, just be honest and, you know, communicate, you know, what your limits are and then figure out what that person's limits are. That way you don't cross any barriers and you don't hurt someone physically or, you know, mentally. You know, I always tell people before you go and meet someone, you know, and you're getting a feel for a person through, you know, private message, make sure you tell them, you know, that way, you know, like I said, someone doesn't get hurt because that's the last thing anyone wants is to get hurt. Right. You know, you want to go and have, you want to go and have a fun session, you know, you want to enjoy it. You don't want to go, you, you know, go and play and then have a bad experience and then, you know, just regret it. You know what? You want to go and have fun and have good memories. Right. Exactly. You don't want to just meet like any old random stranger. You at least want to know like, okay, we're going to have a good time and he understands what I want. I know what he wants or they want. Right. Is anyone holding your key right now? Yes. I give up both of my keys. So the one sir that I've been talking to lives you know, three hours away, he's got one key. And then the one pup who's, you know, I've known since we were in school, he's got my other key. He's like, look, you know, sir is the one who's in charge of us both, you know, cause we're both pups, but I'm going to hold on to your key and I will only let you out if it's like an emergency, you know, because I know if I have a key, I'm going to cheat the system. You know, I'm going to unlock myself, paw off, but tell people I'm still locked up you know, and I don't want to do that because that's just the brat in me. You know, I'm like, you know, if I have the key, I know I'm going to be bratty. I know when I get to that point where I can't take it anymore, I'm going to let myself out and, you know, just continue to tell people that I'm locked up. And I just, I don't want to do that. I want to be true. I want to be, you know, I want to be in this, in the long haul, like everyone else. And I want to do this right. You know, that's a lot of trust. I don't think I could give up my key. What happens if like there's an emergency and you have to unlock? Well, like I said, that's when I drive 20 minutes to Alpha's house and, you know, I'll text him, hey, it's an emergency. I need out, you know, 
And he's like, that's fine. That's the only reason I'm going to hold your key is that way you keep locked up, but I will let you out if it's an emergency. I'm not going to let you out because you want out. There is a lot of trust that goes into giving up your keys. There is a lot of trust and a lot of respect when you give up your key to someone. Yeah, I was going to say, like, what, like, I currently don't have a key holder, but I know I've talked to a few locked boys that have messaged me. Um, what would you have to say to those that want to give up their key, but they don't really have, you know, a person right now to do it? Like, you know, they're at, like, they're searching online, they're talking to people online. Do you recommend giving a key to someone that you've just met? Or should you know them for a little bit longer? I would wait until you actually know that person because, you know, the first couple of times you meet someone, yeah, you two might hit it off, but what's to say, you know, two weeks from down the road, you guys don't have an argument and you don't like each other anymore. And they're still your quote unquote key holder. You know, then they could say, you know, screw you and break the key. And then now you're stuck in chastity until you go to the hospital and get it surgically cut off. Oh my God. Yeah, and, and that's why I tell everyone, you know someone and trust them before you give up your key. Like last year, last year when I did Locktober, um, I took my keys and put them in a jewelry box and put that jewelry box inside of a fire safe and put that fire safe in the back of my closet, like buried under everything. So it's like, if I have, if I want to get my keys, I have to work to get my keys out. And at that point, I know if I'm trying to get my keys out like that, I know that I need to stop and reevaluate myself. I'm like, look, this is why you're doing chastity. You know, you've got to stay true to that. And it kind of helps bring me back. But now that, you know, I have a key holder for this lockup session, it's like now I don't have a choice. I have to be locked up. I like that. It's almost like putting your key in like an ice cube, right? Like it's it's going to take a it's going to take some time to go get that key. Yeah. What about, so we were talking about goals. Um, what's your goal for Locktober? Okay, so I'm working on suppressing my gag reflex because like everyone else, I still gag, but I want to make it to where I can be able to like deep throat, not gag and throw up. So I bought a, uh, a sling from Square Peg Toys and I've been practicing with that and I can get that slink down my throat to where it's behind my Adam's apple before I start. If you're down by your Adam's apple, like who's got a dick that long to get behind your Adam's apple? I'm like, there are some guys that can do that. And when I do play with those kind of guys that are, you know, like that, I want to be able to impress them, you know? So I've been practicing with that. Which also, I got a message today from, um, I want to say, it's, uh, if I remember correctly, it's Pup Brew. He works for Square Peg Toys. He messaged me on Twitter today, and he was like, hey, we saw your video of you using our toy to practice, you know, training your throat. We was wondering if we can put that, like, on our website, you know, as, like, a promotional post for the toys, and if we can retweet it onto our Twitter, if, and is there any pronouns you go by? I was like, I responded, I was like, I totally feel honored if you, you know, had my video on your guys' website, if you retweeted it, you know, my pronouns are he, him, and his. Thank you very much for reaching out to me. I feel so honored that you guys reached out to me. Oh my so, gosh, that's amazing. Yeah, it's, if you have like, I noticed Square Peg Toys, they like to retweet people's stuff if you tag them, like if you're using their toy and you're taking pictures and videos. And you say, hey, you know, thanks Square Peg Toys, whatever, for this toy or for that toy. They, you know, try to engage with their, you know, the community. And they're like, you know, we'll retweet it. And if, you know, the video is like, we think the video is good enough to go on our website, you know, we would like to ask you to, you know, do allow us to have your video on our website. I was like, oh, yeah, definitely. Go ahead. You know, I feel honored for that. There you go. Find a goal that's marketable, and then maybe someone will reach out. Yeah, exactly. Help uh, me help you. Exactly. Wow. Well, well, now that's even more of a goal to get all the way down. Uh, that's, oh, it's still pretty – it's longer than I thought it was because I got – I was like, oh, that's not too bad. And I'm starting to practice, and I'm like, 
this is a lot bigger than what I thought it was. My eyes got bigger than my stomach on this toy. <laughs> I just think it's interesting that your goal is to deep throat better because I always feel like locked boys goals are like to stretch out more. Their butts. Well, see, oh, uh, I want to stretch like that, but at the same time, that kind of worries me because if something goes wrong, you can tear something and, you know, be really hurt for that. And I'm like, I wouldn't mind stretching a little bit, but I don't want it to be where like, it'd be like throwing a hot dog down a hallway, you know, where no one's going to be able to enjoy it. A hot dog down a hallway. <laughs> yeah. You know, cause you get so stretched out. A guy tries to, you know, go in and he's like, I can't feel anything. Like you're just so stretched out. You know, I don't want to be like that. I still want to be able to enjoy it. I still want the top to be able to enjoy it. So I don't mind a little stretching, but I don't think I want to do fisting. Right. I know. I went to Mr. S over the weekend and I am curious about butt plugs and not just like for play, but like, you know, maybe like a day or like, you know, through the whole day. And the guy helping me was like, I think you could do big because I picked one out and he's like, I think you can do bigger. And I was like, excuse me, it's my own butt. <laughs> yeah, I know what I can and I cannot handle. Um, so we're coming up on two weeks of Locktober. Do you have any advice for those newbies locking up for the first time this month? Uh, I would say if it's your first time being locked up, it's okay if you need to unlock and take a break, like after a week or two, because it's something that it can be challenging for the first time. So the first time I did Locktober, I was locked up for about two weeks before I was like, hey, I've got to get out. Like, I'm freaking out. I don't know what to do. And people are like, it's okay to be able to take a break. You know, it's we, we expect that it's to be it's normal for the first time. You know, so just go slow. Take your time to get acclimated to it. And if you need to take a week or a couple of days off before you lock up again, that's perfectly normal because it is a big change you know, physically and mentally, and, you know, it's okay to take a break. Um, I'd also say keep like a bottle of lotion or lube beside the bed that when you wake up straining in the morning, you can, you know, apply some moisturizer, you know, go for a walk around the house real quick to, you know, get blood flow and to get the, you know, straining to go away before you go back to bed. Right. Cause that morning strain is always a struggle. Yeah, I mean, even at, I think this is my sixth time being in chastity, and I still wake up straining. So, I mean, even after a week now, I still wake up straining. Right. No, same. This morning was a struggle. I didn't want to go to the gym this morning, but I was like, no, I got it. I got to get out of bed. I got to do it. Yeah. And sometimes, like when I'm at Dylan's house, I'll be laying in bed, and him and, uh, his boyfriend, Michael, will be asleep. And I'm like, you know, it's four in the morning and I'm waking up straining, you know, and I'll just walk up the sidewalk, you know, for a little bit, you know, and to make myself tired and make the strain go away. And I'll go come back to the apartment and go back to bed. What are some do's and don'ts on chastity that you would recommend for people? Um, I would say do's would be to wear like a jock strap or like compression underwear um to help prevent it from jiggling around because the less it jiggles the less horny it's going to make you and also remember that you're being locked up is supposed to be for someone else's pleasure it's supposed to be like a, a punishment quote-unquote for you because you're not able to enjoy coming so as a sub it's for me it makes me more submissive and enjoy bottoming more because i'm like i can't use my dick so i don't have to worry about thinking about it I know that's the best part. And then don'ts, I would say if you're horny, some people will use a wand and edge themselves. Me, if I do that, I'm not going to stop until I complete, you know, and I'll come hands-free in my cage. And to me, that, that kind of ruins the experience of chastity. So I'd say don't jiggle your cage. Don't play with it. Just apply moisturizer when you need to. And then I'd say about once a week, take it off and, you know, soak it in hot water and maybe some, uh, alcohol or, uh, peroxide 
and then rinse it really good and then put it back on without the temptation of jacking off while, you know, that, you know, five, 10 minutes that you're in the shower. Right. Yeah. No, because cleaning it is very important. Yes. Cause you don't want to get an infection or, you know, bacteria. So I would say once a week, you know, clean it really good, but try to avoid the temptation of coming while you're unlocked for that, you know, a little bit of time that you're cleaning your cage. Right. And also what you were saying about the wand, I know for me, I am, I, I locked that wand away because I know as soon as I take it out, it's game over. I learned that last year during Locktober because I just bought one. And no, same. If it if the wand touches the cage, it's game over. I'm not going to want to stop and I won't be able to stop. Yeah, so that's what I did. I put my wand away and then I'm like trying to like I'm still engaging with everyone on Twitter, but I'm trying to prevent myself from scrolling through Twitter. That way I don't, you know, want to have that temptation of, oh my God, I'm horny now because Twitter can get real saucy. Well, you could like lay on your chest. That way there's no way for you to jiggle your cage. Yeah, but then I start like being a puppy and I start like humping the pillow and getting, you know, myself in the horny mindset even more. I'm like, oh, this is torture. So I try to do what I can to avoid the temptation of getting horny. And that's a hard thing for me mentally because I can be hypersexual or I just want sex all the time. So for me trying to slow that roll down while being locked up is kind of challenging for me. So I'm trying to avoid that temptation altogether. To me, being in chastity is like Adam and Eve. And you know, that apple is just sitting there looking so delicious. So I'm trying to avoid that temptation of eating that apple when I'm locked, you know, of wanting to come when I'm in chastity. Right. But you can always see it. That's the fun part about chastity is, yeah, you know, you your dick is there and you can see it. You can't touch it. And what kills me is, is when you're getting snuggles and someone's rubbing your leg and you're like, okay. And they start rubbing your cage. You can't feel nothing because that cage is there. Like, Oh, they're teasing me because I can't feel it. Right. Oh, I know. It's such. It's and it's a different feeling. You, like it's the it's it's only when you're locked can you feel this feeling. Yeah, it's definitely a mental game for me. Like chastity breaks me down mentally. Have you started? It makes leaking? me so submissive. Oh my god, my jock strap I wear when I sleep is like I woke up today and it was i was leaking so bad last night i was i mean i was like oh i'm so horny after seven days today is day seven i'm like i'm so horny it's i want to come so bad and i can't and i still have a minimum of two months do you wear the same jock strap throughout the whole month no i switch them out but i have one jock that is a little bit more tighter fitting in the pouch like where your dick and balls go so i wear that sleeping that way it doesn't jiggle around so much oh. that way it kind of help that way it kind of helps eliminate you know the morning strain right yeah i was gonna say that would, that's kind of hot that you i was gonna say if you were wearing the same jock strap throughout the whole month i was like oh that's that's kind of hot oh i i wear i have a different jock strap that i'll wear for like two weeks straight and get it nice and musky because i have a uh, pup friend foxy who loves musk so i get my jock strap nice and musky for him and then he just buries his face in my jock strap and he just starts moaning i'm like boy you're making me horny just because he'll do the same thing he'll wear his jock strap get it musky and shove it in my face i'm just like oh boy you're making me strain my chest to quit it is hot it is hot i'm not gonna lie it is hot i might be straining now but we won't talk about it what are some goals you have for October? Because I don't think you've really talked about your goals. Oh, my goals for October. My goals for October is definitely last year I gave me I gave myself the freedom to get off. Not taking the cage off, but like every Friday I would just like take the wand to the cage and get off. Because I was like, I can't, like, I was getting uh -huh. so distracted, I couldn't do anything. So this year, I, I made the rule, okay, you can't, you can't do that. So that's why the wand is locked away. Um, another goal is, I feel like 
posting pictures every day is more for me because then I'm keeping myself accountable. So that's another goal. I didn't do that last year. I felt last year I just kind of like did chastity by myself. But this time around, I'm trying to like really post because then that keeps me accountable. Um, and then I bought a, a tunnel, a tunnel uh, butt plug. So I want Ooh, to those try. are hot. I those are fun to play with. So I want to try doing that while while diapered. So I haven't done it yet because it. I just got back from San Francisco, but I want to try at least like do like a day, a day tunneled. I don't know if that's the term you would use, but a day tunneled. Uh, so you want to be a stinker then, because that tunnel is going to open you up, and oh this you're not going to be able to stop yourself. So you're going to fill your dipper up. I like how you say stinker and Dylan in the corner is like, oh, my God. Yeah, he's in the background laughing because that's what he says. He goes, I'm going to go be a stinker now. I'm like, oh, I'll say that. It's weird. Well, you also sometimes you say you're going to be a stinker. No, I'm going to be a stinky butt. Oh, a stinky butt. That's what it is. And I'm like, OK, well, you know, because that's his time. So I'll go into like the guest bedroom where I stay. And that's when I put my puppy hood on, take some pictures, you know, give him his time to be his little stinky butt. So it just, I let him have his time and, you know, he lets me have my time. Right. But yeah, that tunnel is definitely going to open you up and there's not going to be, your muscles ain't going to be able to stop nothing. I know. So what you should do before you get, you put the tunnel in is maybe take a little bit of laxative before you tunnel up. Wow. You're just like encouraging me to go full out, aren't you? Oh yeah, definitely. I do that. That's the brat of me. If I'm like, the brat me says, if you're going to do something, it's go big or go home. All right. I'll, I'll have to try it. I'll, well, I'll, I'll definitely come back with the results. Just I'll come back. Okay. On uh, Playtime's uh, stinky NSFW server, you're going to have to post pictures there. That way everybody knows what a stinky butt you are. I will. I will. But I'm kind of nervous about this lockup before we wrap up. You know, this is one final story. Um, so the longest time I've been locked up was five and a half months. Sir is talking about making me be locked up for six months, you know, just to break my five and a half month record. So I'm kind of nervous if I'm going to be locked up for two months or six months. Little Casey's done six months. You could definitely do six months. I could. After about a month, I started getting better. I'm like, okay, this is my life now. You know, it's been a month, you know, it's whatever at this point, you know, that, but that first, 30 days, you know, that probationary period or withdrawal period, that's always the hardest for me. But after a month, I'm like, eh, whatever. I think you should do it. I think you should definitely do it. Uh, or at least stay locked up until you can get all the way down with your, um, your, your uh, throat, throat device thing. Oh, uh, that, that's, oh, uh, that's going to take me a while. Oh, well, you man. got six months. You're that that is true but that's not an official six months yet well you can't unlock sir, like, until you get it all the way down well because sir will send me a picture of my key just hanging there he's like hey puppy just want to let you know that your key's still here you know he goes maybe i'll unlock you on in december maybe it might be in six months i'm not sure yet and then casey said Hey, I'm gonna message your sir and have him lock you or keep you locked up for six months. I'm like, oh, Casey, just tell me you hate me now. <laughs> Casey's going around causing trouble, isn't he? Yeah, he's been a little brat too. I'm like, I love it. I'm like, it's nice to see other brats because I know what it's like doing it to other people. And then so when I'm on the receiving end of it, I'm like, oh no, you know. So I enjoy it. I don't mind the teasing. I enjoy it. Right, right. Love being teased. It's a love. It's like chastity. It's a love hate relationship. Yep. But like a part of me wants to message sir and ask him if he'll keep me locked up for six months. But a part of me is like, I don't want to do that. Cause that's going to be torturous for me. Come on. We all have goals. New year, new you. Maybe I might ask sir if I can have December out and then lock up January 1st and start my six months there. That way by June 1st, I can unlock and be good to go. Or how about you unlock for November, but like you can't nut. It's just like constant edging and teasing. 
Well, I can't do that because Sir's already said he's going to keep me up locked up for October and no, not November. So I'm definitely be locked up for two months. Oh, then what about December? You could do like "Don't Touch Your Dick" December. Yeah, uh, I don't know because it's like on my birthday. I want to come for my birthday because I know I'm gonna be so pent up. It's gonna be an explosive birthday. Yes, or I might make it a white Christmas and come on Christmas. Ooh, a white Christmas. That's a good one. <laughs> uh, thank you. Sorry, I'm trying to take a drink of water here and choking on water. What? We're going to have to work on your gag reflexes then. No. <laughs> Dylan's like, no, he doesn't like a white Christmas. He's just like, no. Yeah, white Christmas last year. I need only another one. I'm good for, I'm good for another 10 years. <laughs> no, it would be fun. <laughs> And this one, I'll be like, everywhere, it'd be all sticky. It'd be squishy, be like walking on mud. (laughs) Just squish right between your toes. (laughs) Sorry, I'm teasing Dylan here. It'll be great. Yeah. It'll be great. But how how long are you going to be locked up for? Just Locktober? Yeah, I don't think I don't think I'll do no, no November. But I was thinking because, um, okay, I don't know what it is, but I've recently got gotten into gooning. Do you know what gooning is? No, I don't. Please enlighten me. It's like when you just get like total brain dead and you just jerk off and you make you make faces and you drool. I don't know what it is. I think it's so hot. Um, I I'm always retweeting it. Hopefully, people. Hopefully, I'm allowing other people to discover this kink that I've recently discovered. Um, but part of it is sometimes you like uh, you penis pump your penis. Is, that's not the way you say it. You you pump your penis, and so I kind of want to do that for November. Maybe just do like 30 days of pumping, and see what happens. That sounds hot. See, I want to do some grunge play. It's like where you get like a kitty point, you fill up with slime and you just like get covered in slime or goo. I want to do that because I'm like, yeah, that, I that's see like so many people do that. Watching someone. And that's like, I want to put my wrestling singlet on or my rubber suit on and just get covered in slime with my puppy hood on and just be like, uh, like I don't know if you want to say a dirty, but it's like, I want to be covered in slime. Yeah, I've never done it. I don't know what the feeling is, but I know a couple diaper boys that have done it, and they look like they're having like the best time. Yeah, I think it'd be uh, you know kind of hot to see like a whole bunch of pups covered in slime just wrestling around with each other. Yes. Yeah, and don't you get to like change the color too? Yeah, you can put like food dye in the slime to make a different color. You just can't eat it, right? Isn't that the rule? right? Yeah. Yeah, it's like that. It's like the slime you make, like in school. Don't eat. Don't eat the. Uh, don't eat the glue. Yeah, and just remember, just because markers smell like grapes or watermelon doesn't mean they're going to taste like grapes and watermelon. There you go. You heard it here first. Griff is trying to keep everyone safe. Yes, especially the littles, because I know littles like to put things in their mouth. I've been trying. No one can host. Oh, you're talking about toys. Never mind. Yeah. Well, hello there. It's been a while since we last talked. How's everything holding up? Oh, yeah? Oh, it's been tough, huh? Yeah, it must be hard being such a locked-up little boy. All that pent-up energy. It must be exhausting, huh? See, I wouldn't know. Because big boys like me don't wear cages. No. We have the self-control and training in place to handle such a big task. But I can imagine just how squirmy you're getting. A week's a big milestone when you're so little. It must be tough waking up in the morning with that tight cage squeezing everything down there. You probably try to graze the bed with it, huh? 
or lather it in soap or do anything to get some feeling down there. But that just makes it tighter, huh? Oh, poor baby. Trust me, it's for the best. And I'll bet it's embarrassing being out in public with it on, right? Seeing all those big boys unlocked with their big bulges, knowing you'll never be like them. Ouch, that must sting, huh? You know, it's probably also pretty embarrassing to be in multiple layers of protection. After all, your diaper is your second line of defense against your naughty urges, isn't it? And the thicker it gets, the soggier it gets, the heavier it gets, the better it feels. And the tighter your cage gets, huh? Ooh, I'll bet it's getting really tight right about now. But, oh, I've got to go, buddy. Oh, I know, but I'll keep in touch. You be a good boy for me, okay? I'll talk to you soon. He's so good at that. And make sure to tune in each week as Bro Sitter checks in on our cages throughout the month of October. His links will be in the show notes below. Pup Griff's links will be in the show notes below. Um, Plur for Mr. S, his links will be in the show notes below. And my links will be in the show notes below. Uh, That's all the time I got. I got to go change. See ya. Bye. how to read i don't know how to read but i heard playtime has a new bi-weekly online kink magazine it's called play zine yeah i heard if i knew how to read i could read about different fetish lifestyles events entertainment and news i guess i gotta go to the playtime website to practice my reading skills